was just like that. It's a little tighter. I don't know about that. It was tight on the inside. Check. One, two. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Smiles for Miles. It's me, Smiles. Obviously, you knew that. Today, I'm super hyped uh, to, to, I guess, announce the guest or whatever it is. You know, we got my boy Brandon from One Up Skate Shop. Super happy to have you, man. Shout out uh, to you for coming. You yeah, know, appreciate you having me, my guy. Yeah, hell yeah, thank you. Um, we're gonna get things started. I'm gonna fire one up real quick. Um, Which I appreciate this because I'm about to go sit through uh, four different classes of middle school band recital tonight. And uh, <laughs> if I wasn't high, I'd probably be angry. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so like, mm. like over bullshit. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he didn't he didn't hurt anybody. He just created. Out of creation, he, he bettered things that were already there, which is something I'm really good at. I'm not very good at absolutely bringing something up from absolute nothing and making it something. I'm really good at taking something that exists and uh, people that exist and, and, and giving them a platform to thrive on. But um, so he, he, he really like, I mean, he got deep in everything, man. And But at the base of everything he ever did, bro, it was all the his skateboarding background you know what i'm saying that's interesting and um, i mean i don't well okay so i've seen i i guess i can't say that i've seen he was on he was on the team for like like he he was one of the lead people that helped help nike make dunks like all them dunks that have been coming out really like virgil was on that shit you know what i mean um he was you know he was the guy that brought louis vuitton uh told them to fucking uh make a skate team he, he, that it okay okay yeah, yeah, Clark yeah. On and all that other shit bro like like he really did a lot and it for is a true because they've been doing shit with like it's they i didn't know that he was behind it but when you say that it's like yeah. okay because there's the louis vuitton palace collab mm-hmm. the louis vuitton um who did they do the shoes louis clark yeah he and i have a pair of those they were like 1200 bucks i bought a set he's but who were his sponsors palace um oh louis yeah um or is he cliche no, yeah, he's on Palace skateboards. He's on Palace. And then it's um, the shoes, and then I'm not really sure. No, dude, Cliche closed a long time ago. Okay. I remember that. Yeah, that is sad, because Joey Brzezinski was the shit. I love they that, broke, dude. They broke apart, and that, uh, the Cliche Cleave video, I think, was their last video. Oh, wow, shit, that was like 2008, yeah, 2010 or something. Wow, and, uh, okay. I, mean, um, I, could be, I could be wrong. Maybe they put one or two, like, and videos out after that, but that was their, like, last pro video I, re- I remember watching, and... But it that is, video was sick because it had all original music, where that was the cliche Klee part with the with the, whole, you know, the cleft treble symbol or whatever, uh-huh. and it was like they took a bunch of bands that they were personally friends with and everything, and they put bands that didn't even have albums any of us would know, and that's the skate parts music that's for dope. every video. That's super dope. And I, okay, yeah, but like so like, with these companies then doing like the crossovers and stuff. Um, at the end of the day, bro, like. Skateboarding used to be very punk rock, blah, 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 right? Everybody wanted to copy that and emulate it. I mean, everything just gets... Um, I mean, right now... Uh, what I forget what brand it is, but they have like... Um, it just says Gucci in like this fake fucking graffiti style outside of their stores, right? And it's, um, it's not actual graffiti. It's like a fucking... It's a, it's a vinyl. They put outside of the shop, but it has like the splatter and the drip effect of graffiti, and it just says Gucci. But it's not even a Gucci store; it's like a Gucci collab with whatever brand it is. You know what I mean? It's super bullshit. Where's that? 
Um, I'm, I can't remember the brand that did it, man. It's but it's one of those like top end high fashion places trying to like still graffiti art for themselves. You yeah. Know what I mean? But at the end of the day, when you go there, they didn't actually have somebody come spray paint their fucking window. They just put a vinyl on it that looks like spray oh, that's paint. ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's just like there's always money to be made. I mean, did you watch the um, uh, the Von Dutch Hulu? I haven't watched that yet. No, oh, that shit's crazy. Because there was a dude who was just like he was like homies with Von Dutch back in the day, or like an admirer of him or something like that, and he just started making little patches, and he would just put little patches on hats and like pants and jackets. That was it. He would go to vending shows and that was it. It was like a really tiny little brand, right? And then these two like hardcore gangster dudes, the one dude was like a fucking drug kingpin for Escobar, started like, they bought into it, started blowing it up, right? And then this crazy ass motherfucking um, Viking looking black belt fucking karate dude comes in, spends all his money, buys into it and fucks everybody else over and blows it up, starts giving it to like Paris Hilton, you know, LL Cool J, like, like everybody's wearing that shit, like, you know, back in the mm-hmm. day. And it was just like, they just took something and like, but Von Dutch himself was originally just this like motorbike tattoo artist, crazy fucking racist ass dude that they knew nothing about. And they just took those logo, that logo. Wow. And blew so it, he got no money from it, it no nothing. He and didn't even, even... And even now to this day, kids who don't know any better, like, you know, some, some of my, my homies from Cleveland that do rap music, like, you know, eight shades darker than me, walking, rocking Von Dutch, and he was a racist motherfucker. Like, wow. his, he has a letter that is, like, his, like, letter to everybody, and he's like, the entire world is being fucked over by, like, blacks and Jews and Muslims and, like, all Mexicans <laughs> and all this other shit. And people are just Fine. rocking Von Dutch all day. Hell yeah. Because it's Why like, not, huh? Because because people, people are so bought stupid. It. But, like, that dude at this point, in, in the society of the fashion has nothing to do with the fashion brand. Yeah. Even though they base it all off of his original art, his original name with the V-O-N, the lines coming back and forth and all that shit. It has nothing to do with the brand they built. I mean, one of the lead That's dudes crazy. for the brand was, was this was black homie that like happened to be like a club bouncer or something like that. And he was like, he knew everybody from be, from working like a, a, A-list celebrity clubs. You know what I mean? He would just give shit to people, get them to rock it, and then everybody started rocking it. And then um, they ended up bringing in this dude. His name was uh, Christian something. He's like the artist that like just blew that shit up. He's actually, he's he's the dude that, he runs Ed Hardy now. Oh, wow, okay. So this is why there's that correlation of the same kind of art styles and shit. But it's just like, you can take anything, and if you put it in the right hands and run it up the mill, I mean, it's like, like look at like uh, like Willow Smith. You know what I mean? Like, I like her music. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. But the reason is, is she, she's Will Smith's kid, and uh, mm-hmm. you know him, him uh, Will and Homegirl. Like, they they got so many connections, right? So you're talking best producing you've ever heard, best beat makers, best instrumentalists. Like, we can put Travis Barker. We can we can put anybody on anything if we want to, right? And all that shit's gonna be catchy, and it's gonna blow up the stream. We're gonna get it out there and we're gonna market it and we're gonna blow it up, right? And I personally, as an old ass head, 33 year old, fucking indie rock kind of homie, I like Willow Smith's music. But I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I never heard a Willow Smith song, so I couldn't. 
So I don't she, think I could tell you. Really? I never heard of Will Smith. Not well, the guy. We're done with this. Man, I'll show you a few. You're gonna actually be like, hey, that's well, I, I heard. I whip my hair back and forth. I heard that one. Well, that's not Will Smith. Yeah, it is. That's his daughter, right? I whip my hair back and forth. Is that really her? Oh no, no, she does have that new song that's out that's super hard. That I heard it and I was like, oh, I like this song, and yeah. it's Willow Smith. So there's the yeah, she, yeah. Did a, she did an album called The Anxiety with his cat, and it's that like caught a vibe. Okay. No, all right. So that song's super popular. She has a, a few other songs um, by herself. One of them, Paramore, actually fucking fire su- sued her. Over oh, because oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say she, I thought they, you said she was on there. No, no, they won the they won, they won the case because she stole the song. It don't matter. Song's still blowing up. Song's still catchy as fuck. Like it's just it's the exact same melody or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that when you take a certain thing and it's with the right people, they will make it make money because we're all sheep. At the end of the day, like even me, like I'm just not pride prideful enough or caring enough or punk rock enough to be like. No, I'm not gonna listen to it just because it's her. Mm-hmm. Even though I now here's the thing. Now if I listen to it, and not only did it slap, I knew what she was talking about, and it was heartfelt and like meaningful to me. I'd be like, damn, this is sick. But at the end of the day, half the time, like the lyrics, like I don't know what the fuck she's talking about, man. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> like I just don't. But the song slaps, bro. Like, it, like I will put that song on any day. I'll listen to it in the car. Like I'll have a good time. It's fine. Like everything doesn't have to like be relatable to me uh-huh you know what i mean but that's the that's the thing with uh, yeah yeah that's the thing with skateboarding is that like i mean at this point you know we're to a point where like all right you take professional skateboarding as a whole right you got too much i'm put this one I back probably don't need one little for that, yeah. for you for later um so you take skateboarding as a whole and you look at all like all right so there's a oversaturation in the market where um, I carry over a hundred brands in my store, hundred. Each one has their own rep, right? So there's just there's, and there's so many dudes that are so good now. Like kids are like yeah, kids are ten to twelve doing more on a skateboard than professionals that have been professionals forever, ever did. Ridiculous, right? So we're not at the point where like the best skaters turn pro. We're at a point where either you're good enough to be pro. And you're marketable enough for us to turn you pro so we can sell fucking boards. Or you're just a fucking scumbag skater, New York fucking head. Like, like it's you That's have, really good at skating. Like, yeah, you have respect on Instagram, but you'll never make money off of it. You know what I mean? And like, so skateboarding industry has kind of turned into the music industry. Mm-hmm. Where if you're with the right people and you're doing the right stuff, we will make you money. Because we can yeah. make money off of you. And that's that's something that like and that's where the fashion sense on, comes in is if you're wearing weird shit or I I, I don't know, I don't want to call it weird. What's another way to say that? Unique shit. You know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. if you're just wearing random fucking stuff, bro, that nobody else is wearing and and you have a weird like a unique style, et cetera, et cetera, now it's marketable. Now we can clone you. We can get 10,000 people from the east to west coast to buy your look, skate your style, and, and, and make us money based off the idea that you don't look and skate like everybody else. And equally so, if um, you do skate like other people who are marketable, this other brand can pick you up and be like, well, this is our that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn, that's crazy. And man. that's where the fashion stuff comes in is like, 
you know, like, I don't know, like, what's that dude, Rick Owens, Ralph Owens? Mm, Rick, you know, Owens Rick Owens, yeah. With yeah. Adidas, yeah. Every dude I ever see rocking that shit, I'm like, you look stupid. See, here's my thing. Okay. All, All right. right. To me. All right. So, so that's listen. Just me. That's no, 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 no. I agree. So I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I'm making songs with this girl, right? And we've been working on some stuff and, and she's talking about these people she knows, these rappers, right? And here's the thing. I can't deal with rappers. I can't deal with rap. I That's cannot. all you do, though. No, 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 no. But I deal <laughs> with rappers, and I deal with, like, like businessmen. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? There's, like, rappers, like, dudes that, like, like um, they portray that whole lifestyle and put it on the mic. But in reality, it's like, They're bro, just nice back dudes. in the day, dog, I would have robbed you. I would have robbed you, but I would have taken your shoes. I would have taken your chain. I would have taken That's just what I did. That's just what I would do. You got if I see you flashing any kind of money, cool. When you go out to the parking lot, okay, let's see what's up. But you see all these kids that are rappers now, and she's like talking, you know, and no, no, nothing against her. She's making connections and good for her. But I'm seeing these dudes, and I'm just like, bro, what am I? I'm 28 now, and what, what, eight years ago, seven years ago, bro? If I would have seen you in the bar or something like that. I, bro, I would have waited till you went outside. I'd rob you. Yeah. I would just take every single dime you got on you, your shoes, your belt. I'm taking that. That's just what I'm doing. And like, I see this now, and it's just like, yo, it's just such like a uh, like it's become such a what image can you market? Right. Yeah. No, there you're not about what you're what you're claiming to be about. I know for a fact that you're not about it. Like, come on, bro. You see some of these people like those island boys. Yeah, you come on, bro. You you can you imagine one of those dudes trying to rob you? You'd just laugh at him. If somebody, I'd Facetime one of my homies and be like, "Yo, look what this guy. Look 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 what he's trying to do right now." Right. Like, what do you? Come on, you can't you can't be serious. But like, I can't deal with those type of people. And I have so many of those type of people. So yeah. many of them will come in and they'll try to like talk about like catching bodies and carrying guns and stuff and everything. And yeah. it's like I know that you don't own a gun. Because first off, your mom, who you live with, would never let you own a gun. You know what I mean? Like, she would say no to that in a heartbeat, you know? It's just become such a weird, like, can you be marketable as a certain certain image? I mean, with the rap game, it's totally different because, sadly, a lot of that does come with that, like, murder rap bullshit, you know? Mm -hmm. At least in skateboarding, you just have fake style and fashion. Yeah, that's not actually killing people or hurting people, pretending like you do or whatever. You're not beefing with motherfuckers until you die. Yeah. Because that's what happens to a lot of those dudes, I feel like. Yep, they'll create they, a beef they, for they, no reason, just for some they, clout. They betray that attitude, and then they meet the real one. And yeah, they, and then and, you realize this gone. ain't a joke. Now yeah, you yeah, realize this this ain't a joke, and you shouldn't have been messing around, but it's too late. Yep. No, that happens with so many people. But um, speaking of the markability thing, though, uh, I did want to ask about, okay, so you got like... um. You know, for everybody, because, like, I, I don't know, I kind of like to talk on the podcast about, like, uh, how to expand yourself as a brand and, and how to, you know, bring in people, you know, so, to your thing. And you have, like, this ability, like, okay, so you have um, the tech decks, right? Like, the happen. custom tech decks. You have, like, dope stickers. You got dope merch just for the shop in general. You're working on the custom pants and the flannels. Like, where do you come up with that? Like those ideas and what? Cause like they're all like they're all hits. Like I haven't seen you come up with something where it's like, 
So I'm oh, just, huh. Honestly, I'm just super lucky to provide a platform for other people that see the usability of it, and they hit me up. Like, like those tech decks were made from some dude in some other state. Mm. Homie named Dan, um, and we got to talking, and um, I got those tech decks in, right? I So I always knew Pittsburgh had like a pretty, kind of big, I mean, they're not, they, we call them finger boys now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Tech decks are like little shitty plastic things. These are like real 34 millimeter wide soft right, top yeah. fucking wood with the wheels got bearings now. The trucks actually have real pivot cups and shit. Like it's real shit. Um, some of these fingerboards broke up for the same price as a full price skateboard now. I was looking That's into insane. it. Insane, right? I put these out. I gained like 30 followers in a day. All Pittsburgh skateboarding, like fingerboard enthusiasts. And we're talking, all these dudes are in their 20s. To the point where, like, on January 8th, we're going to have uh, an event where this dude's going to bring a bunch of tables, set up a bunch of park shit, and they're all going to come fingerboard in my skate shop That's while wild. I do kickflips around them because I got to do a little skateboarding around it, you know? That's but, so uh, funny. But, yeah, bro, these and, – and when I sent the flyer for the January 8th event to the guy that made the fingerboards for me, he was like, he's like, dude, I'm actually – I think I'm going to fly out for that. I want to come out. I want to sponsor it. I want to be a part of it. And I'm like, damn, this is, like, this whole other thing I didn't know about because wow. to me, I'm like – just skateboard but that's yeah. me that's me you know what i mean but also like i never even realized like I, I was playing around with one just like going left to right and the the the, the feel is so much different than the tech deck when i was really? in middle school yeah bro they're, they're they're responsive like it's like it's like a real skateboard for your fingers it's fucked up that's crazy i seen a video of this kid and he did like a two a switch 270 flip nose blunt and popped out and went it was so fucked and I was like, how I do might you do have that? to come down for that. It's so fucked. But like, so you take things like that, but like basically everything, like um, like the the shit you saw me embroidering, right? Uh huh. I um, I this kid that is friends with a bunch of other skater heads. He does graffiti and shit. At the time, I didn't even know he was a kid. He just posted up. He was like, send me your name and I'll write it in graffiti tag. So I sent one up. I just put it in like the little bubble questionnaires mm-hmm. and Instagram stories, right? And he sent me one, and I was like, damn, that's sick. I was like, send me four more, we'll do a drop. I'll pay you for the art, we'll do a drop, right? Kid shows up, he's like 15, 16 years old. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, this kid's about to be happy as fuck because I hand him $400 for five designs, you know what I mean? And um, and now I'm, I'm embroidering him myself. Uh, we, we got a big drop of like screen print com- stuff coming out and shit like that. And like the kid shows up, his mom's in the car, he doesn't even let her come in. I got three kids of my own, so obviously I'm going to go out and be like, yo, I was like, I just want you to know your kid's sick. Like, I'm about to do a whole drop of clothing with him. I just, you know, gave him some bread for his art. I just want you to know, like, because some parents don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? My parents never got it. My parents told me my whole life, like, when are you going to quit smoking weed and when are you going to quit skateboarding, you know? And I'm like, here I am smoking weed and skateboarding at 33 and having the time of my life. You know what I mean? But, like, and, like, you know, now my parents are like, yeah, we're so proud of you. I was like, well, it's easy to be proud now. Yeah. Like, I needed your pride, like, when I was trying. You know, so, like, when I see kids like that, they're, like, embarrassed that their mom's there or whatever. And I'm like, nah, dude. I was like, your mom needs to know that you fucking have it. Like, she sees this giant building. She saw a little bit. Like, you opened the door. She saw, mm-hmm. you know, 300, 400 boards on the wall. She's like, damn, this is a real company. I was like, yeah. she needs to know that you have something that's, I that's feel worth like I try to do that when I get, like, younger kids coming to the studio 15 16 years old and then like 
you know, they're whoever comes to pick them up, and I gotta be like, if they're dope, I gotta pull them aside and say, hey, hey, real quick, just so you know, like your your kid is dope. Like if they keep this up for another couple of years, you know, they're 16 now. Wait till they're 19, 20 years old. They're gonna be somebody. Well, no, you know, just encourage that shit. Like understand that. They don't know. It's that, hard, like, but but see, here's the thing though: is like, cause the generation before us, cause I'm 28, you're 33, we're still in roughly kind of the. How old are your parents? Uh, 60s. Okay, same. But yeah, my dad's like 61, 62. My mom like about to be 60. So around the same. But like, they didn't know that there was like this whole alternate possibility to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The regular nine to five grind. Like they didn't know yeah, yeah. that there was, and now it's like, yo, it. You know, to us, it's like very clear as day. Bro, you can be making a million dollars sitting on your phone all day. Like, yeah, that's my point. Like, like, parents don't understand that, like, there's eight year olds making a million a year doing a YouTube page. Yeah. And if you can't accept that, especially like your dad, he's like, your dad's like, I've been in the steel mill my whole life. Like, blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm like, yeah, well, you're about to lose your pension because they're selling the company two years before you retire. Right. And, me running a YouTube page. Like, you know that motherfucker Blippy? Yo, I know about Blippy. Oh, Dude, I got a little my, nephew. I know all about Blippy. Dude, Blippy made seven Yo, mil a year. Racks. That boy makes and racks. He doesn't do it no more. He just sold it. Yeah, he's got people that go to shows impersonating him. Yeah, yeah. He, he got, gets they, paid they got, for people the, showing the, up the places. I'm real mad about that one. But, um, crazy thing about Blippy, a lot of people don't know, is you know what Blippy did before he was Blippy? Regular ass job. No, not at all. Weird ass job. He was in college and he made uh, poopshoot.com pages and shit. Where like he would like shit on his best friends on video. What? Yeah, he would just take shits on his friends on video and put it on like weird poop porn site type You shit. gotta be kidding me. I'm not. Look it up. Yo, you gotta be kidding me. Not kidding you at all. Look it up. And this man's was like, he's just a weirdo, right? And he's like, yeah, he's like, I didn't even think it was funny. I was just trying to make money. I wanted to be an actor and it failed for me. And then like this opportunity presented itself for me to shit on my friends for money to pay my rent. And I was Literally just, like, like, was, so, he, he so I in. would, so I would be like, yo, lay down yeah, and take he, a shit, I on shit on you. And I'd be blippy. Well, I would shit on right? you, but I would but, be blippy. So but. this man made so much money as blippy that A, if you look this up, the only thing you will be able to find is a, a reenacted drawing of him doing so. He changed his name. He made so much fucking money that they hid all this from everybody, but it still exists. Like you could read about it. See, you I just gotta, can't I gotta it no look more. this up. I gotta look this up. That's so, crazy. Right. But yeah, man. I mean, and but this dude, he was just he was just a weird ass kind of dude, like actor dude, and um, you know now, dude, now he's he's worth millions, bro. Got a hot ass wife. You know what I mean? Living his life, dude. Who cares? At the end of the day, like, as a parent, right? My kid talks better now at three because he likes Blippy than he did before he liked Blippy. So I can't even hate. What do I care if he made shit videos when he was in college? He makes, he makes videos now that the only video I don't fuck with is the video where this dude takes ketchup and mustard and starts pouring it all over a truck to like, so he can show you how to wash it. Because I'm like, yo, if I ever go outside and my kid fucking puts ketchup and mustard yeah, on my fucking well, car, yeah, right. I'm going to beat his ass. I'm going to look Blippy up for fucking come yeah, for him, too. But, like, other than that one, like, like my kid talks, because like, he just, he's just a very repetitive thing, you know what I mean? I no, to, no, my little nephew loves him. He, and he right. learns so they, much they, stuff from him. he's just so weird, but he's just like, like, kids love like, that stuff, though. Yo, my dad, yo, my dad watches it, and he's just like, 
Yo, my dad's old school, and he yeah, watches yeah. that, and he's just like so disappointed. Yeah, he's like, he's fuck, like, I'm glad like, the kid's learning, but like, God, like, like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I wish I would take enough time to pay attention to make my kid learn this much. But yeah, like, I'm just gonna let. Yeah, no, he's thing. no, he hates it. He was like, Yo, the way he moves his body is weird. Like, I don't yeah. like the way he talks. He is weird, but that's what kids like, though. They like that funny weird, whatever it is. I mean, Everybody that shits on people is weird to me. But yeah, um, in the vein of like, uh, you know, but marketing yourself and everything yeah, like I mean, that, uh, you just gotta listen, bro. You gotta, you gotta put yourself out there. Like, luckily, I live in a city the size of Pittsburgh, where there's hella talented people that have work ethic that really want to do stuff, that just don't have a platform to do it. So when I get to see those people, like honestly, like. Like the graffiti homies that do all the tags and shit in my shop. Yeah. Those are some of my closest friends now. And those dudes, some of them used to skate, some of them didn't. But like those dudes do more for the shop now for me, personally, on a like work work day in, day and out uh, basis than, than the kids I take care of on a skateboard. Skateboarding is, I'd say 25 to 35% of what makes the shop progress. You know what I mean? Because those kids, especially in Pittsburgh, like you live in a city where if those kids get good enough, they're leaving. The second yeah. they turn, second they graduate high school, get sponsored, and they need to like move to Cali and do their sponsorship thing, et cetera, et cetera. Like they're they're, they're out of here, right? And then every like you also have like all these other kids that are like, um, I try I try not to talk shit on people, but I just feel like like some people just live in the clouds, man. Like. Like, we watch the same professional skate videos. If you're not doing what those dudes are doing, why do you think you deserve something in skateboarding? Like, you think skateboarding should pay? Like, like um, one, one of the best sayings ever was uh, Jeff Brosa saying, like, uh, you know, the, the Ronald Reagan shit. He was like, it's not what, what skateboarding can do for you, but what you can do for skateboarding. Like, skateboarding doesn't owe you a fucking thing. Yeah. But you do owe skateboarding. Right? And kids don't get that, man. They don't. <laughs> and it's it's hard to knock on it, man, because like I've seen kids start filming their skateboarding and make a TikTok page, and the next thing I know, like six months in, they got a million followers on TikTok. But you know, I would shred them in the game of skate. But yeah. Equally so, three years later, they're still progressing in skating. That's still part of their main bag, and I fucking respect that because that wasn't part of the situation when I was learning how to skate. I didn't even have a, there was smartphones weren't even a thing. Yeah. So like, who am I to judge? The fact that you wanted to start filming the day you started doing ollies, because to me I'm like, if it's not worth filming, nobody should be filming it. But they're like, they're like, oh well, I have a little thing, and I can just set this little thing up, and I can film myself. No one's wasting their time filming me. And they're like, now I'm doing basic shit on a skateboard, but I also equally have, um, you know, 1.2 million people subscribed to my page. Yeah, it is and a that's weird. Wild. And it's just, and at the end of the day, most of that stuff is all positive. They're, they're spreading positivity. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of little kids watching that shit. Like, my kids like to watch people play video games, and I'll never understand that. And see, that's one of the things that I really miss about, like, you know, like, so I got my herniated disc, so I can't really be involved with really? skateboarding. Like, I, you know, I went and skated with Blake the other day out in the out on the basketball courts and like i i did like a couple kick flips and like tried to like a, a couple big spins or whatever and i could feel like in my back i was like you know what it's just not worth it for me i gotta get the surgery at some point but i just you been do. putting it off yeah mm -hmm. um but like a chiropractor 
Yeah, I've been, I've been to I've been to everything. I mean, that's I've, not going to help with the hernia. No, the, no, it, it doesn't. I have, a, I have a protusion in my L six or whatever, and um, I uh, I do a lot of core exercising. And I got that's what I've been doing. I've just been staying and doing. I got these but, those turn push up things right there, and I've been doing that a lot of like um, planks and everything just to build my core up to take pressure yeah. on my back. But like, I wish my thing is is like when I was. When I used to skate, like when I was skating, it was every day. It was the only thing I cared about was yeah. skate, 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 skate. And as much as there was, like kids always filming where you're like, people be like, yo, let's go, let's go film some stuff downtown. And you go and you're like, bro, you, you, you can ollie the stair set that we went to. You know, people go to Malliance. People go to Malliance and can barely ride up the thing yeah. to do a 5-0. And it's like, well, what are we filming? Let's just skate. Let's yeah, just yeah. have a good – and. I didn't understand that, but it was always, regardless, it was always, like, good vibes about it. And that's one thing I miss because, like, with music, I don't feel that it's the same way. Like, people go, I just started rapping. Let me start making myself a professional. And it's like, you know, you're so far from it, but they already have uh, a chip on the shoulder about it. And... You know, if you were trying to further the culture, which, like, I'm not one of those people that's like, you got to further the culture. But, like, bro, if you're doing this, you might as well do something with it, you know? You just got to make and it personal, I feel like. like if you're So not, many people miss right. that, though. It's like... Like, either you have it or you don't. And if you don't mm-hmm. and you're doing it not for yourself, it's just missing the point. Like, the whole point of skateboarding is poetry, bro. It's like a self-expressive art form, right? Like, it's... Like, like when I used to, like, like I, so when I was in, like, high school, middle school, whatever, I'd break up with a girl, bro. I'd skate for 12 hours straight. And I'd skate fast and hard, and I'd want to fall. I'd do things that I knew I couldn't land. Just I just wanted to beat myself up, you know what I mean? I just wanted, mm-hmm. to, I wanted, to, I wanted my body to feel the same pain my emotions were going through, right? And when it comes to, I feel like, music and stuff, like, if you're not expressing yourself and you're just doing it for money, it's just, like us who are in tune with that can tell right away like like i can just tell everything you're saying you don't know anything about like there's no truth to it there's no there's no you man like like if you just play video games all day and you like to fucking beat off a bunch like little dicky's famous as fuck now like do your thing bro like you know you know what i mean like like you don't have to be everybody else just be yourself and like if like if you're doing a form of art like it should be for self-expression if not just self-therapy like it shouldn't be about like you know yeah. what I mean like, but it, I mean but it, at the same time it's hard to tell a kid that when he's like, yeah well I got eight million followers and yeah. I'm making fucking a hundred k a year yeah. off of ad space on my fucking and TikTok page like you know that's like I, a thing I feel like I've always struggled with is like okay because on one hand, don't get me wrong like I'm the biggest fan of capitalism like I fucking love the system that like. Yo, you can create something from nothing and if people find that it's worth something, you can become a multi-millionaire. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like things that are I consider art, I'm like, yo, it shouldn't be about... It should be because you haven't... Bro, like, I make music because I could not imagine not making music. If I didn't make music, like, my girl asked me that. She'll be like, what what, what are hobbies that you do? And I'm like, what's a hobby? Well, I don't know what that is. I make music. That is what I do. And if I'm not doing it, I feel like I'm wasting time. And if I didn't make music, bro, I don't know what I would do. And at the, what, the, what do you do? That's, that's the crazy thing. Is like at the end of the day, I've always been an entrepreneur kind of person, right? Um, 
I mean, I, I started selling weed when I was 12 years old, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight up. And before that, I was like, my parents would take me to Sam's Club and I'd buy like bubble gum and candy bars and take them to school and sell them. You know what I mean? Like, that's my hobby, selling something, like running a business. Yeah. Like, like being good at like making money, knowing that making money for me means other people make money. But okay, okay, so doesn't that though, okay, then doesn't that kind of go back though than what you were saying before? You were like, oh, I feel like, don't you, if you make enough money, wouldn't that be enough? Doesn't that go back to it? It's like, so even if you make enough money, you loved the hustle. That's Mm. what you are in love with. But I'm old now. But yeah, I'm, but I'm, dog, do you, you? I'm I'm old in my mental state. You where think you're I just losing the fire for it? Where you're like, if I hit big, yeah, I yeah, would I'm just call out, it. I'm burnt out at the fact that like, you could take anybody with my work ethic, and just depending on what you sell, make a difference between tens of dollars to tens of millions of dollars, right? Because our society are we're fucking cheap, bro. We buy what they tell us to buy. We're fucking morons. We're not self thinkers. Half the conversations I have with like younger people, half the time, I'm like, yeah, you guys don't really know I listen to podcasts all day, but you're just regurgitating other shit you heard. That's not a fucking like you're not even like changing word for word verbatim what you heard. Mm. That's not your thought. That's their thought. That's they put that into you, and now you're just like saying the same shit. And like you're supposed to learn from what you hear, but holy fuck, have have three words change up in the sentence so yeah. that because but they just don't know that I love this stuff. Like you know what I mean? It's just like. You, I don't, I don't know. Like people don't have like self-expression anymore, man. They're so worried about how many likes what they say. Like, like how many times do skaters I know like delete their posts because it doesn't get enough love within a certain amount of time? And fuck that shit. Just throw it up and let it go. Yeah. You know, none but, of it matters. I don't yeah. care if it fucking saw ten people or fucking ten million people. Nobody remembers it tomorrow, let alone next week. On the skateboarding fucking Instagram pages, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and like these kids get so worked up about it, man. Like they 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 care what other people think so much. I'm like, dude, just do you. You know why I'm successful? Because I'm very like uh what I'm Rihanna, baby. I'm an unapologetic bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't give a fuck, man. Like like you can't tell me any different. You know why? Because my kids are taken care of and my bills are paid, baby. I don't give a fuck. Like, everything else is just everything else. Like, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter to me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, half these kids can't pay their fucking bills and live with their mom because they're worried about what everybody else thinks instead of just getting a fucking nine to five at fucking... I mean, I love chicken on the run, but they never can make my sandwich because there ain't no fucking employees. Get the job at yo, chicken bro, on the run bro, so bro, I can please eat good. Don't even, God please damn. don't bring them up. Yo, my girl hates bird on the run because they can never get her order right. Is it, They've bird? Never, is it bird on the bird run? On the run. Damn, I say chicken, chicken on no, the no, run. No, 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 no. Chicken, chicken, chicken is one place and bird on the yeah, run is well, another place. You know place. what I'm talking about there, No, right? she ordered from bird on the run all the time. She'd be like, yo, they never get my salads right. Dude, I went they in there. Never get her Who food right. Salads from birds on Chicken the Chicken salad. I don't know. Dog, uh, dog, dog, dog. Uh, anyways, we got Hello Bistro right down the street, bro. She wanted chicken salad. She anyways, wanted chicken salad. Um, yeah. So I went there the one day, right? And they have like the, the little iPads or whatever, and it's like yeah, you're yeah, supposed yeah, to order yeah, and pay with credit card. I pay cash, right? So I go up and I give the dude my money. He pays for my food. He puts on some gloves. He makes my sandwich and he puts it over there. And I'm like, holy fuck, are you guys that short stabbed? And he's like, bro, it's just me. He's like, he's like, I'm just, he's like, you're just lucky that right now you're the only person in here. He's like, can you imagine when there's three people behind you and I have to not take their order and go, or like I take two or three orders at a time and I have to go make all three fucking people's orders and whatever. And I was like, damn, 
But these kids are too good for that because other people on fucking Facebook and Instagram are making millions and they're like, I'm just going to do this, this, and that. But they don't want to put the work into it. Nobody realizes how much time you know, consumption those dudes, like guys that are on TikTok, yeah. make. You, you know how long well, it takes? Like even those stupid reels I do with the skate shop, some of those take me two hours, bro, to put a 30 second reel up of just random skateboard well, so videos and shit. Not my beer reviews, but the um, when I do like a freestyle video or when I do my little skits or whatever, yeah. that takes me a good two to three it. hours because you gotta I gotta green screen myself in, then I gotta go edit it, edit it in my Adobe, yeah, yeah. and then I gotta lay the audio over, save it, I upload mean, look it. At, like, how long and... does it take you to shoot the music videos? Oh, bro, that's you, a, that's a multiple day process. That's what I mean. You're yeah. driving from location to location, and you are shooting every part. Like the video could be. In six locations, but they chop up, right? Yeah. So you go to one location, and you're shoot you're shooting the whole video out of order. Yeah. You know what I mean? And kids don't get that. No. They think that we're just and gonna do this shit and call it a day. Even even it's so funny because even with the engineering, like I have people come in and they'll be like, "Yo, bro, how do you do this?" Like, and I've talked about this before on the on the podcast. But like people will be like, "Yo, like uh, I want to be an engineer. I want to make my own music. You know, everybody wants right, to make right. their own music and save a dime, which I don't yeah. blame you." You know, great. I'll show you how to do it. People go, how do I do this? Like, how did you learn how to do it? And I go, here's what I do. I sat on YouTube every single Dude, day for three that's months. That's how I eight hours a day. All I did, I sit on YouTube, then I'll record myself, do what they did on YouTube, see how it sounds. Eh, I don't like it. Adjust it. Watch another video. And I said, for three months, live on YouTube, and then you just got to do it. And they're like, bro, I don't have three months. I don't want three. And it's like, you so got, you don't you want got, it that bad. You got 60 years, bro. I'm you don't want it that record. bad. That's the, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, Say it nice and loud so that it spikes in the audio when I'm looking yeah, at it I, later. I don't know. And then like, dude, I don't know. Like, I just, I just feel like everybody thinks they deserve something without mm. doing, doing enough or something. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, like, like I'm so like I said I'm I'm 33 now and now I I really do have I have this I do have the chip on my shoulder where I feel like I deserve but it's because I've like I've watched people that I helped out move out of their mom's house buy a car like pay for their girl's first good steak dinner like you uh -huh. know what I mean like I've done a lot for a lot of people and I did it out of like not ever thinking that one day I would feel like I deserve something but at the end of the day now like when I say stuff and people don't listen and like they're in the wing of the, in you know the castle I built, I'm like no 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 no. King spoke. Please do what I say because I need it. I need it. I need mm. you to do that. Like I need you to do that so I can do this and we can still exist tomorrow. If you don't do what I asked you to do, this all falls apart. Like I need you. I'm not. I'm not telling you what to do because you're a bitch. I'm telling you what to do because you're part of this. And people get so. They think they're you all the time. And I'm like, bro, you're 21. I was like, I've been at this for 20 years longer than you fucking, you were one when I started doing this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just, it's not, it's just not the same, man. Like, and, and, and I, I don't know, like people just, they buy, they buy a podcast setup and they think they're about to be podcast stars or, or they yeah. buy, they buy a camera and they don't even know how to fucking focus the shit or like they buy, a, you know, photo lens and, and want to shoot photography, but they don't take the, and like you said, three months on YouTube, baby. Like we live in the world of like learning on technology. Like yeah, 
And it's all there. Everybody all is there. offering technology. Specifically to where, like, I don't know shit about podcasting or anything, but if I typed in newer NW700, they would explain how to do all this. Yep. And I would figure it out. And yep. then I would know it. And that's the thing, is then I would know it. They, they want you to, like, tell them things that you spent your whole life learning. And that's my thing is, well, here's my thing is, I have no problem giving you know dropping knowledge to people but like i gotta know that you're you actually want to learn if you're just looking for a handout and you want to because i have people that come to me all the time asking me shit and 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 they want to know bro how can i record myself at home what should i do what should i blah 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 and it's like bro you never spent a dime with me at the studio right. you never came so you know what i do you know what i'm capable of you never spent a dime with me you never tried to tried to support me in any way and now you're just asking me to give you information so what so yeah. you don't have to use me for whatever and it's like no like, come on at least at least have the decency to come for a session yeah. book a session with me and ask me the questions while you're there like i mean it's like if you want to do um like say i wanted to make glass jars right imagine calling up a glass jar company and being like how do you do what you do yeah you know do you think they're gonna just fucking tell you what it took them thousands of dollars in fucking research and development to fail at before they ever got it right to fucking just tell you how to do it so you could come in and steal part of their business. Yeah. Part of their vision, part of their fucking whole mindset, you know? But, um, I mean, but there's also, like, there's equally, like, a lot of good people out there that are doing everything you're supposed to. Like, you know, we have the mutual uh, friend, my man Blake. And I've known Blake since he was 13 years old, 14 years old, or something like that. I used to pick him up from his mom's house in Cranberry, bring him a piece of wood events and shit like that back in the day. I thought he was going to be, like, the next big skater dude, right? Don't get me wrong, homie shreds. Yeah. But, man, can he make a fucking music video. Yeah. I never knew any of that stuff about him. You know, he was just a skater kid for me. And then, you know, I put him on the skate shop when I bought him in the shop because, you know, he was getting older. He went to fucking... Pretty sure with the Point Park. Yeah. Graduated. You know, traveled the world, made music videos so far. He's like still 22, 23. No, you still was good. He just he just said he had finals week this week. What? Oh, no, boy, but he graduated. Like like he, I'm pretty sure he passed. Oh, that's I think. I'm I thought sure he was just I, doing finals week this past week. Hey. Maybe, but maybe maybe he was that confident when I talked to him that he told me he's gonna pass college. Oh, okay, like I don't know. Hey, who knows? But I'm just saying, like the homie, like he's just like he's just doing his shit, and just happens to also skateboard. Mm -hmm. And he's so good at skateboarding, he could have probably tried to make something out of skateboarding, but he decided to be smart enough to not put all his eggs in one basket. And to me, making music videos, especially in this town where people that do do that aren't. Nobody has the creative. Nobody you know has I mean? the creative mind that he does, for sure in this city. Much less, you know, I think really anywhere else. Like that dude has, like, uh, everybody keeps saying he's like the. I'm good on that. Looks like it's down to the Rochi. Everybody yeah. keeps saying he's like the Cole Bennett of Pittsburgh. Yeah, and no, I hate comparing him to Cole Bennett, but like he, he got mad. About he it has too. his own. He's like, I'm not like anybody. I and like, I get it. No, he's but, not. But he but has tried, his when own I style. Him, I, I just tried to tell him. I was like, bro, you got to understand that we are like those dudes that are saying that. They're they're. Um, That's like they're, the highest praise. Yeah, you. they're not saying you're you are your style's his style. They're saying that you're on his level. You're an individual that has a vision like you know? his. And, yeah. Um, 
there's just not a lot of dudes out here that are yeah really putting like cause cause my man's bro like he spent you know he spent I think three months on that fucking Friday video mm-hmm. that claymation yeah you know and then after yeah, that we you saw I did the claymation with him yeah that dirty birds one my claymation was like it was like 15 seconds it wasn't shit you know but because he learned how to do it through the Friday video it took him no time at all you know it took him longer to build the sculptures than it did to shoot the stop motion you know what I'm saying yeah and um I told him straight up like I was like bro anybody asks you for a fucking claymation video you should be charging 10 20k minimum you know what I mean like some of my my good friends they run a catch catch wreck media yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I know Brandon yeah, and yeah, Brandon Cody yeah those you know they actually they're old Cody, yeah. they're old one up skaters like before I I used to skate shop. with them yeah. at Cranberry yeah, at the yeah, skate yeah. shop back so, there way and those you know dudes, what by, those, sorry wait real quick though yeah. so you know what's crazy is when I was like yo probably like probably like 13 or 14 years old we would go to the yeah it had to have been around that fourth i couldn't even because i couldn't even drive yet and my uh homie's parents would or my homie's mom or whatever would just drive us down there her dad or whatever his dad or whatever would drive us down there drop us off for the day and that was like brandon that we would put the videos up on youtube of yeah. like kick flipping just off like the little yeah, side yeah, of the yeah, ramp yeah. or doing like a whatever and I just remember skating with them back then and then mm-hmm. going like, and then they were doing shit down handrails. They're yeah. good. Like, like Dude. both of them are great. And Cody, then they put Cody's these, got one of my favorite styles in Pittsburgh Cody skating. has such he just a, doesn't yo, look there anymore. Yeah, Cody has a, and then they yeah. started putting these videos out and yeah. they just, and, man, they're and taking they learned all over. That. They learned all that from their love of skateboarding of and filming skating. Yeah. And they were just like, oh wait. There's money in filming rappers, and like, now they're doing I mean? it, bro. Now they're oh, they're blowing. killing they, it dude, right like, now. I've I've been to Cody's house in, in Cali, and we we've sat down and talked about like the budgets for videos he gets now, and it's it's wild shit, bro. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, like uh, we got to book private planes, you know, connects with, uh, yeah, I got to get like eighteen dime pieces dancing around the private plane, you know, what I mean, um, his his girl at the time. Well, no, I think they're still, they're still together. But his girl, his girlfriend, um, she actually has a gig, um, uh, styling, like the rappers and shit for the shows, and the and the girls for the shows and stuff. So like they have like, that's a, like prime. Like, could you imagine if your girl happened yeah. to be able to like, like maybe she like shit like for us that was real basic ass shit. What I'm saying is like if she held the boom mic right now, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a match made? Yeah. Like she's getting paid, you're getting paid. We're both cr- crushing yeah. it. And we're, you know, and, and like when you get to that point where you're just doing like label style budget films, it's so much money, bro. Yeah. Like all the, plus cause like, you know, they got, they got, they got the reds, cameras. Yep. Like all that shit's paid off, I yep. think at this point. And so like, you know, they're charging you to use that camera. Beautiful. But it's paid off. The That's same, beautiful. The same way like I when, love my, when my menu space is paid off finally, when I pay back what I pay for the speakers, mm-hmm. now that's free money. Like all they have to do is exist as a space, which is already happening. Either way, like right now, we I could be doing a show right now, That's making beautiful. money, but I'm not. I'm sitting here, but you you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like like it's just like once that space is paid for, like that's free money, and that's how the cameras and shit. And it's just crazy. It's crazy to me too that like they're just two cats from Cranberry. Yeah, and they they're they're one of the top fucking uh, video production companies for rap videos in 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 LA right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like people copy their shit. Like, yeah, like, they've like been doing that, like, that, yeah. that the, stuff they've been doing with the, the photos, screens, with the, the three, yeah, 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 they did that first. People keep and, copying and people, that. I see that all the time now. Yep. Um, 
You know, I got a lot of respect for those dudes, man. No, like, shout out to them, man. I remember back, way back, I was like, yo, how much for a video? And they were like 600. And I was like, oh, okay, bet. Like, and I had a song, and then I was like, mm, and I hit them, and I was like, I had to reschedule, and then we just ended up not doing yeah, it. But I, I, I just bet, remember, I I'm like, now I'm like, video for less than 20K yo, now. that's what I'm saying, like 600 so, now, like, like, like I'm kicking myself, I should have just <laughs> I, done I that shit and saved it. Like, But that's why I see Blake headed that way, you know? Like, oh, he I has, do, He has, he I has do. like a lot of uh, potential to get to where they're at, and I keep telling them, yeah. bro, like, like, you just need to, um, and he had such a solid idea too, man, like he wanted to have like, um, where he makes like a studio that exists in multiple locations mm-hmm. to where eventually you own the location you shoot in in all the places. And we're not talking just America places. We're talking like, oh, let's go buy some place in Cuba for real cheap. Let's go buy some place in Indonesia for real cheap, right? And just it looks crazy. And, and nobody ever lives there. Everything is just about like we'll rent stuff when we get there to shoot the space and make it look good and shit like that. But it's all about that backdrop, right? You know what I mean? And like if you own the building, and then you charge clients for the fees to go out there and you pretend like you rent the self that you rent your own property to yourself. Because realistically, like right now, if you shoot a video, right, and you're not shooting in your house, like say you want to come shoot a video in my, my store right now, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? I, sh- I charge real cheap, fifty bucks an hour, come through. You know what I mean? That's that's dirt cheap. Hit them. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So imagine if it was like, all right, yeah, we charge, uh, you know. 10k an hour to be like with this backdrop in this mansion or you know like all that kind of shit and he was like i want to have like locations like all over the world and, and we own them and we rent them out and we shoot videos there you know genius and we just change up like we like basically the, the house would stay empty and we just change up what's on the inside so it looks different every time yeah you could paint the walls whatever you need like what when you're dealing with label budgets bro you got big big bread you know what i mean yeah and, and that works out, man. I, I see him really headed in that direction. He's so young still. So, and yo, bro, we were, yeah, man, we were just hanging out the other day and smoking and talking about, like, you know, different ideas. Like, we're, you know, thinking of, like, hopefully putting some packages together for media, studio, you know what I mean? Something like that. Like, you know, we're talking maybe doing, like, a vlog. You know, he'll film a vlog for you while yeah, you're yeah, in the yeah. studio recording a song and take it down to Atlanta or out to L.A. and and stuff like that. And just, like, the ideas that he comes with, man. It's just, like, I, I just look at it and it's like, bro, you know, I got, what, I'm 28, so I got, whatever, like, seven years, six years on him, whatever you right, got, right, like, right, yeah. nine years on him or whatever. And it's like, you ten, look and it's just, ten, ten yeah. Minimum. You just boy. look though, but you're yeah, just like understand. you just look and you're like, yeah, like fuck, man, you know like you're is? you're that's, really gonna do something. That's that's like I like I said I've known him since he was like 13, 14, 15. Is that you? No. no. Why did it stop in between the beeps? Oh, and no, keep going. Weird. All right. Um, I hope you all caught that. We weren't just looking around at nothing. But yeah, man. I mean, I feel like that's him actually. He, he absorbs stuff. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these kids, like, they're around everything you need to know to not make... It's not always about learning what to do. It's as far as it is, like, taking advantage of people around you to learn what not to do. No, that's the biggest thing. That's, like, the biggest Don't thing that... Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money, man. Yep. 
my thing is okay so i've been like i've always been like a hard-headed individual unfortunately like it's just it's yeah it's it's just who i am it's just who i am and like you know when i was a kid you could have told me here's how i messed up here's how i failed don't do this. Yeah. But I, if I still think that it's something I can do, I'm going yeah, to do it. Yeah, I tell you that, like, uh, yeah, well, you fucked up, but you're not me. I could yeah. do it. You can't. And now as I get older, it's just like, you know, my one thing, if I could just say anything to my younger self, it would just be like, please just listen, you know? Yeah. And then you run into people that you're like, oh, they do listen. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, yeah, and yeah. I don't like to say it boastfully, but it's like, bro, like, I'm, I'm not stupid. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm not stupid, but like I'm hard headed, which makes me learn slower. And you see people that are just more acceptable of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. like, and, and like a couple other kids that I know that I've been working with. And like, you see that and you're like, bro, you are going to be somebody. Right. If you if keep you this humble attitude right, if and if you don't think that if you keep listening to people that have been there and that have made the mistakes that they're trying to tell you about, if you just listen to that, bro, like you, you save months, years, you yeah, know, you know how many, absolutely. like, like I've made, I've, I've been so hard headed for like about one thing for six months, you know, and then another thing for four months and another thing for eight months. And it's like, if I would have just learned all of then, that's like a year and a half. I would have just saved right, right. there of, yeah, of I mean, time and heartache and pain. Like, uh, yeah, no. I, so, I, and so, like, when you meet those kids, man, you envy and appreciate them, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you know that also, if you have wisdom for them, they'll always, like, love and respect you for it. Yeah. And that, like, things that you have ideas for, you know you can count on them to be a part of. Yeah. And you know that them being a part of it will actually better the situation in itself. Like, like you, like you, one of my biggest struggles as, like, the shop owner is I need, like, four of me. I can't be everywhere at once. I can't be executive producer, like telling people what to do. And I just don't have anybody like, like I love fucking Hunter and Dania, my two employees to death, but they're not me. They just, they they never will be like, like, you know what I mean? You're not going to like when it comes to like, like they'll do something and then like, I'll always like, and it's not even like they did a bad job. It's just that in my head, I have this idea of how I could have done it better or how I wanted it to be. Like, you can't expect, like, like, like when you come, like, let's talk uh, merchandising, the store, mm-hmm. the way it looks overall, right? They'll do something, and it's way better than not having anything done. You know what I mean? It's not even bad. But I feel like always I could do better, and I do. And it's just something I get that they don't see. Mm-hmm. And you can't teach it. It's like you have an eye for these things or you don't. Uh, which which is funny because I say you can't teach it even though I learned it because I don't care about fashion like like honestly bro until I owned the store I I wore sweatpants and a shirt my whole like literally I <laughs> I used to wear like baggy ass pants and then I just wore sweatpants all the time pajama pants all the time uh-huh. I just didn't give a fuck um, and then when I bought the store I was like damn I should probably start pretending to care what I look like because maybe people want to buy the clothes in my store yeah if I look sick if people that are in the fashion see me with the you know, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I rock the Yeezys and I get mad compliments on them, but they are the most comfortable shoe I've mm-hmm. ever put on my foot. My boy Porter from Cyclops uh, or um, Tattoo Shop up off uh, 22nd or whatever it is. Um, he he came, you know, he's a 
leather vest or black vest, fucking crazy punk rock badges, WWE head, like kind of yeah. crazy, like punk rock, heavy metal kind of cat, right? Walked in my store in some Yeezys and I was like, it's like, what the fuck's that? And he was like, bro, most comfortable shoes you ever put on your feet. So me and Zed are boys. So I go over to Zed's and I'm like, hey. Hell yeah. I was like, I need some, I need some non-worn. I need some brand. I, I don't like to wear other people's stuff. I hate, I, I love that all you guys like to do the vintage thing and you guys are like, yeah, like we gotta, there's too many clothes out there. I gotta wear somebody else's clothes. But I'm gonna tell you one thing. I clean nut up with my t-shirts and then I wash them. So I don't want to wear your fucking nut rag, okay? And I fucking skate all yeah. day and my fucking feet stink. So I don't want to put your feet fucking smelly shoes on my feet like <laughs> yo, nothing is worse yo you, yo that's the worst that's what my girl wants to wear like my favorite t-shirt and i'm like no nah, please don't you're having sex and she's still got it on you're like damn it about to use this shirt as a nut rag like yeah, dude, i gotta I wear this later is, like i don't wanna but yeah so, ah. but so i wear the yeezys bro and the yeezys get bad compliments but like realistically like i do be putting thought into just matching my clothes, bro. I never used to match. Sometimes I leave the house, bro. My wife would be like, you look like the UPS man. And I'm like, no, they're two different colors of brown. It's two different. <laughs> She'd be like, what? I'd be like, I don't know what's on top of the shelf. You know what I mean? Like, I pull up my drawer. I wear the same five it's t-shirts because that's yeah. what's on top. I don't care. I just don't care. I'm a very function over fashion human. But I have learned how to be fashionable in the same sense that I've learned how to merchandise because I watch humans that shop in my store and how they react to the way things are placed out. I wanna make the idea in your head that you wanna buy something on my shelf easy. I don't want you to work for it to the point where you, like you would've bought it if you saw it, but you didn't fucking want to fucking try to see it. So I, I like take my time to make sure everything has this like flow and feng shui kind of thing to the best of my abilities even in the simple fact that like i try to once a week or two weeks every uh now and then like i'll just take the design of the t-shirt in the front of the rack i'll move the next shirt out in front right now it looks like i have a whole new store when you come but realistically you just never fucking look behind the first shirt mm. you know and, and that kind of stuff is like um annoying to me man like like, why'd you come to my store to buy a t-shirt if you don't have the time or willingness to look for a t-shirt? Because I've been shopping with girls at the mall, and I have sat there and been like, yo, just buy it. Mm -hmm. like, we can get out of here. I was like, I'll just buy all three if you just want to go. I just want to go to the bar. But, um, I have a skate shop. It's the skate shop's a different place, man. It's just different, you know? And uh, kids will buy $160 pants and not give a fuck and then complain about, you know, just the dumbest shit when it comes to like socks or shirts. And I, I just don't, I don't get it, man. I just, I just don't understand any of it. But mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, even me still now to this day, not understanding it, I, um, I see what you're saying enough to, uh, do it correctly, I guess. You know what I mean? Like even like when I sell somebody something that I only know what I'm doing, it's, it's like when, like when it comes to the venue space, right? And the mm -hmm. musicians and the DJs come in and I start regurgitating the shit my boy Ivan tells me, my sound guy. And I'm just saying what he tells me about like DI boxes and fucking how many, we got 10 mics with all these cords. And sh I, know yeah. the, I don't know the fuck I'm saying, man. You know what I mean? But these people are like, oh yeah, yeah, blah, blah. They know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I heard it from another guy who knows what he's fucking talking about. Yeah. And I still don't understand it. If you asked me to start plugging shit in and something went wrong, I'd be like, I gotta make a phone call. But at the end of the day, like, 
I'm learning something because people are telling me that, you know? And um, it works for us, man. I just, also, I still just don't agree sometimes. Some things I just, I just still don't agree, man. Like, I don't know, man. Kids, kids got no car and buy $160 pants, dude. I, I yeah. so like I, I spent a couple of years at the skate shop like really like not wanting to up the price on my shop gear like like t-shirts gotta be 20 bucks right we charge 25 for a lot of them now it's just as I mean actually after COVID like it has to be that way but even before that like I was really hesitant you know uh-huh. if I make it if I if I like those pants I bought right I paid $20 for the blanks I imported them myself I'm gonna sell them for 60 right Every other every other skate brand that I know sells fucking corduroy pants for eighty to one hundred and sixty dollars, if they're fucking embroidered and shit like that. Like, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. All all skaters I ever knew my whole life were like we're we were poor kids. That's yeah, what, that's what drew us to skateboarding. I remember going to like famous footwear because we couldn't afford yeah. skate shoes and yeah, we would have to get NSS walks, or no, the, the ass shoes, bro. The, the NSS. Yeah, bro. I love the NSS shoes. And then everybody's like, "Those are ass shoes." I just yep. quit, I quit wearing them. But I, I, th- I like, would, well, but remember even buying. <laughs> I remember buying the Vans that weren't even the Vans they would sell in skate shops. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were like the, the cheap, cheap yeah. Vans, where like Vans was written on the side of the shoe. Mm. You like weren't, the, you weren't through those, man. Yo, I remember going because they were like thirty dollars. I remember my mom saying she was like, "I'm not about to spend money on shoes that you're gonna destroy in a month." Yeah. Why would I? Why would I and pay for shoes, that? Like, bro, like good skate shoes now are eighty to one hundred twenty bucks. That's insane. Minimum. That's that's mind boggling out of, out of to me. Thirty-five, forty pair of shoes I have on my wall right now, three are under seventy dollars. Okay, same, but they're not skate shoes though. No, all my shoes are skate. See, but what I got I got what a pair I'm saying of the DCs. Only three pair out of 40, 40 options That's are under $70. Like the rest yeah. are 70 bucks to like 120 It's crazy because you're going to ruin them. Right. You're just going to ruin them. You are. But we want that. We want to feel it. I mean, I skate these Yeezys. I don't give a fuck. I any, will say any day Yeezys, I can burn Yeezys a hole through these and go give Zeds a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. That's my boy. You know what I like though is Hoka's. That's my favorite non-skate shoe. You wear those? No. Hoka's? Oh my no. goodness. They're like a Japanese company. They're outrageous, bro. Um, Arch support, heel support like you wouldn't believe. Now, homie down in uh, New Orleans still skates to this day. Reeboks. Reeboks are great, bro. Those white Reeboks, those grandma uh, silver sneaker shoes. Yeah. I the mean, white ones? Before uh, skate brands were skate brands for it comes to shoes, like that's what they skated was like the Nikes, and that's why the dunks are so crazy. Yeah. Because those are like the original skate shoe Yo. styles. Like, yeah. So I had a pair of these De La Soul Dunks and I had worn them like two or three times. I bought them for like 80 bucks and then I went and I ended up selling them to Zeds last year for like like $300. Now I look, bro, they're going for like $950. I'm like, dog, if I would have just held them. If I would have just held them for one more year, man. Dude, I have to take you to my storage unit sometime. I have a um, climate control storage unit in uh, Wex. Uh, Warrendale, right outside Cranberry, mm-hmm. whatever. And um, I have over a hundred pair of shoes, and I probably have over six hundred pieces of clothing f- that I've collected over the six years that I've owned the shop. It's all skateboarding stuff, Fire. and I got gems. And I mean, I got, I got stuff we didn't carry too. Like I got stuff that other skate shops I was homies with would get, and I started buying. Like I used to buy dunks off my boy, but then like dunks blew up, and I'm just like, bro, I don't even want to deal with all your raffle shit. There's like occasionally. I'll hit him up and be like, hey, man, like, I kind of need that one pair. 
mm-hmm. and, and he'll hook me up. But I used to get like almost any drop off of him just to help him out because dunks weren't hitting like that back yeah, in the day. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was just like like uh like the one skate shop in New Orleans did a did a fucking dunk and it looks like a trumpet or a saxophone. It's fucking sick. And I got that off of him and he like you know, it was just like it's like stuff that's meaningful to me. I don't even think about what it's worth and then I look it up and I'm like Shit. Yeah, you lose your I'm mind. I'm like twelve hundred dollars shoes, dude. I was like, I don't even know. Um, yeah, but like, I got, dude. I mean, I got totes and totes and totes of clothes, like fine wines. I just got the year written on the outside of the tote, and I always told myself like, this is an awesome idea because if the skate shop sucks for a year, I'll just start eBaying this shit and pay my bills, and the yeah. shop won't die, right? But if the shop never comes to that point, which I don't think it will, to be honest, uh, we're doing really well. Love you all for that, but um. I could uh, just start cracking them open every 10 years. 10 years after I wrote that date on it. Like them. a portal or something like, like that. Like fine huh? wine, baby. And then, and then, God, would I look stupid as shit out there in that 10-year-old clothing because none, you know, the styles ain't gonna be the No, you know the, people, you know it people, comes back around. Do you see what's hot and skating right now is baggy beat. Baggy ass jeans. I love it, bro. Everybody's Yo, making Jinko jeans, and Yo, I it's fucking coming back. love it. Let me tell you something. Ten years from now, whatever you got that might be out right now is going to be back. Yeah. If it's the skinny jeans, small Dude, if, shirts, and big ass shoes, it'll be back. If they don't it'll bring be back. back the fucking Jinko flamboy pants. Yo, they'll bring it back. But they already are doing it because like, you saw where I hit the stamp. On uh-huh. the border boys, like right yeah, here. Yeah. Every other person that runs skate shops now, they or skate brands now, they put like a... You know why? I figured it out because I'm embroidering it myself. It's the easiest place to hoop those pants. Oh, uh, really? For the embroidery machine, it's the easiest place to get the hoop tight and nice and easy. Like, you don't have to... Like, like if you want to, like, if you... Like, right here, I'm, like, right right above the knee, right? If I wanted to put an embroidery thing right here, you know how you do it? You flip your pant leg inside out and you cut the sew. So you can lay it out oh. flat and you embroider it on it and then you have to sew it back. That's what how much it takes to do that, right? So a little pocket like this, I just put the hoop on like it's a t-shirt. Like that's why that's why I did the cuff of the flannel. It was the easiest place to embroider. Only be, I'm learning. Uh huh. I'll, I'll do some wild shit eventually. But I want to spend all that time doing some wild shit for it to be like off centered. Yeah. And not selling, and I have to give it all away. That's why I told you like my other main goal is to do like really low numbers like i want i want to, i don't want to do more than 15 of anything i'm doing when it comes to that embroidery machine just to like if you got it you got it. like and, and some of the i'm, I'm laughing too because like some of the kids that skate for the shop be like i need one of these or whatever and i'm like full price baby like i didn't take time out of my day to do this shit so that you could be like oh i'm like yeah I mean, full price baby you know what i mean like yeah you could you could have a screen print tee bro for freeze you, you know what i mean you could you could get a board when you need to skate but like I That's all I ever wanted is to be sponsored by the shop so I can get some free teas. That's all I've ever wanted in my Shouldn't entire life. Shouldn't quit skating, dude. I know, right? We could have a mutually uh, beneficial agreement. If I vary, you'll flip off something. I <laughs> Honestly, the craziest thing about that statement right there is the best trick I've ever done down a stair set is a varial flip. Yo, people love the varial flip now. The it's, varial flip is hot right I did now. A, I did a varial flip down this, like, it was a four block, but it was like like... The, the steps were like a Which foot, one? foot and a half. Where? Uh, oh, down Elizabeth City, oh, North okay. Carolina when I was a kid. But like it was just like, um, I don't know. I never skated gaps and shit like that. I sucked at it my whole life. Um, the biggest stair set I ever ollie was an eight. But this four block was like kind of like skating like a seven because it was just so long. 
but it was you know it was the same. It was mm-hmm. still four four stairs high, so that's why I thought it was sick because I was just flying and I fucking did it finally. But the thing about skating drops and shit like that for me is like every time I landed something, I was like, damn, that took so long to finally commit, and then I just did it, and then I run back up the steps all excited like yeah, I figured it out, and just start eating ass again. Yeah, and I'm just like fuck, it's just not for me. I yeah. like, you know what, back in the day, like, <coughs> big gaps are my thing, and my favorite show, like, I could all eat my, I'm not, you know, like, uh, whatever, crazy, but, like, my ollies, like, my ollies were big. I could ollie over huge planters, and, like, nollie half cabs, or nollie 180s down gaps was my thing, and I remember doing those down, like, you know, not anything crazy, but, like, a. See, say like a, a six though. foot gap or whatever something like it, it was still Dude, big at the time trick, when man. i was like 18 19 i remember doing it and i was like yo it just felt so good to yeah. do it and clear it and when you rode away you're just yeah. like ah, oh, that yeah. was my favorite feeling and that's why so i got into snowboarding in january uh last year well this year um and that's why I'm, I'm so excited for the snowboard season this year because i'm like damn i'm about to be hitting like 40 80 foot long features yo those are so much fun but man. then those like big so to take gaps. that to my skateboarding like when i get comfortable doing giant jumps and long ass rails on my snowboard right that skateboarding gonna feel like shit yeah well well no it's kind of a different feeling though it is but i feel like that balance level will just be it'll just it'll just it'll just follow through see well because okay i, I will say that. this let me say this i used to skate like street with the snowboard mm-hmm. stuff and i could on my snowboard hit like a 30 stair handrail. I'm yeah. not saying I could do tricks, but I'll 50 50 it for sure. Yeah. I can definitely do that. And then I'll maybe, you know, like try to 5 0 it or something mm-hmm. like that. But I'm not going to spin onto or anything. But like I can still hit a big handrail mm-hmm. on my snowboard. But if I try it on a skateboard, bro, if I board slide or front board a handrail, I'm lucky. Yeah. Like yeah, it but- doesn't. The handrail shit doesn't transfer to me from snowboarding so, to skateboarding. Well, my skateboarding's already there. I'm just too much of a pussy to start like jumping on big shit. So if I start doing it on a snowboard, that feeling is the same. Like I already got my balance down. You know, I'm on my skateboard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like um, it's just like I feel like when I start snowboarding, like just especially like transition on a skateboard, right? Like doing a big air on a skateboard will translate as the snowboard because your body's doing the same feeling. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. Like, like it'll I can, be hard to learn it, but like it'll for, be more comfortable uh, than not ever of snowboarding. To go through that 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 feeling of going that big for that long, uh-huh. compared to if you've already felt that before, like that'll feel comfortable too. Yeah, but it's that. a it's a different like. I don't know how to like. No, I don't know because I, I can do like here but. like snowboarding i can hit 40 foot gaps yeah. i can i can crank them i'm not saying i'll do tricks but i can yeah. do a method I mean, the boys attached to your foot. i'll do a method or uh uh whatever <coughs> like a, a nose bone or something across it i'll i'll gap it 180 it whatever but it's it's for me at least it's super different because like the boards on your feet I've already committed. Me cranking it out, speeding yeah, down that jump, mountain. You're on it. I'm already going. There's nothing to do. So, and even if you don't do anything, even if you like, you know, yeah. like like crank the windows up while you're jumping across the thing, like you're still going, yeah. and you're still gonna have to land. Like skateboarding, you can kind of kick it out and run it out. Uh, you know, well, like thing. if you hit a 40 foot jump on a skateboard, right, and you throw it out, you're about to get hurt. 
though you're gonna die. So, but if you do it on a day, snowboard, you're not gonna die. But my point is, is at the end of the day, if my my thing is that like jumping huge stuff and going down big long rails on a skateboard scares the shit out of me. Same. So if I get comfortable enough on my snowboard with it, I feel like it would just give me the balls to do it, knowing that I always could have on a skateboard because other people do. Maybe well, it didn't translate for me. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah. I remember because I've done. I can do half pipes and stuff on a snowboard, but when I go onto a skateboard, it's like. Uh, yeah. Damn, I've never hit a half pipe on a snowboard. I oh, just I, I carved. I carved the lower part of it, but it, it's, honestly, it's all it's, ice. It's really weird. It's all yeah, it's ice. Really yeah, weird. you got to get used to it. I like just doing like skate tricks on it though, like a front side air to to lip or something like yeah, that, yeah. or a little whatever, like a crail slide yeah. or whatever. But yeah. Yo, for uh, uh, for real though, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, bro. Wrap it up. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Uh, I had a good ass talk. Yeah, I wish you y'all could saw our, saw our bar talk. We we was talking strictly sexual. Strictly sexual. Strictly yeah, sexual. Yeah. Nothing else. Shout but out, yeah, no. Shout out to Iron City. Shout out to you for coming on. Shout yeah. out to One Up. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we'll see you next week on uh, Smiles for Miles.